0: This is Rick Lee James, and the music you are hearing is from my new album, Thunder. The title track, Thunder, is a never-before-released song by the late Rich Mullins. There are also 12 other tracks made up of original music, hymns, and readings to guide the listener on a journey. You can buy Thunder today on clear vinyl and CD, or stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, and almost every other music streaming service. Thunder. Hear it today at rickleejames.com. This episode of Voices in My Head is brought to you by Podbean. With Podbean, you can create professional podcasts in minutes without any programming knowledge. Best of all, everything is mobile ready right from the start. Visit podbean.com voices to find out more. That's podbean.com slash voices. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes, or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter, and please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com, where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mister Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers. One of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro. So sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James, and I am so glad that you're back with us again this week. We're going to start the show a little bit differently today, and we're going to go right into a song by my guest today. The song is called Where the Love of God is Going to Go, and it's the first single off of Lindsay Huggins' new album. And she is our guest today, and I really like this song, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's give it a listen now, and then we'll go into my conversation with Lindsay Huggins.
1: He'd be the last one you'd expect to see, walking up those church house steps. Hard as a stone and jailhouse mean, Saturday night still on his breath. But we all saw a miracle that day, like watching Lazarus come out of the
0: The track that you've been listening to today is Where the Love of God is Gonna Go by today's guest, Lindsay Huggins. Lindsay Huggins has been singing and ministering as a solo recording artist and worship leader for 10 years now. After five years working for country music superstar Reba McIntyre, Lindsay is now focused on her own musical career. She and her family of four now spend a lot of time together on the road in a motorhome going from gig to gig. She has a busy schedule but I'm so glad that she was able to take some time to stop by for a visit today and tell us about her new album, Things I Take for Granted. Lindsay Huggins, welcome to Voices in My Head.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Well, it's so good to have you here today, and as I was telling you before the show, you sent an advanced copy of the album over, and people who are listening can already hear the great quality of it, but I've had a chance to listen to it at least twice now, every track, And I really enjoy it. So I I first just want to say congratulations on a great project, and I can't wait for the rest of the world to hear it. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> well, before we get too far into the new album, uh, let's talk a little bit about something we have in common. I, I am, am glad to find out that you and I both have this in common, that we both graduated from and Nazarene University in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> so, uh, shall we stop for a moment and sing the alma mater together? Yes, or should, yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> well you know all the most... <laughs> uh, I don't, I probably did it one time, but it's been so long. Oh my goodness. Uh, and you know what? When I was there, I think it was, we actually made the transition from college to university. And so I think they changed the, the yeah. song just a little bit at that time. So who knows? There's probably the, I probably have both versions somewhere in my head, but who knows? <laughs> well, we won't lose listeners today by singing that right now. Uh, but anyway, that's a, that's a cool fact to, to find in common. And you graduated from From Trevecca with a music business degree, correct?
2: Yes, technically my degree is a business degree with a music industry emphasis.
0: Okay, Um, yeah. Very good. So I'm trying to think if we have any mutual friends that would have been there around the same time. What years were you at Trevecca?
2: I came in as a freshman in the fall of 2002.
0: Okay. Well, I graduated in 2000, so you were a, a bit after I was. But I wonder if, let's see, was my friend Michael Logan still there at that time? Oh,
2: yeah. He's he, a great friend. And here's here's an interesting story about Michael. Um, skipping ahead a little bit, when I was working at Starstruck, uh, Rebus company, um, they were also managing Kelly Clarkson, and um, I was able to connect one of Michael's songs um Paper thin to mm. Kelly she recorded it. So there you go. Wow. Trebecca Network. <laughs>
0: So that's, yeah, so I think she recorded that one of his, and also Breaking Your Own Heart, I believe, was another yeah, one that yeah. she did, so uh-huh. yeah, he he just makes me sick because, uh not because of anything bad he's done, but because he's not only one of the most talented musicians I've ever heard or seen or played with in my life, but he's also just genuinely one of the nicest people on the planet, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like you can't, do all this and be incredibly nice too you know <laughs> but but he truly is and i'm so glad for the success he's having wasn't it like i guess it was the last olympics one of his songs was playing on a coffee commercial or something so it's kind of amazing but it's always great
2: to see your friends doing well
0: definitely well speaking of great artists that came from Trevecca let's let's get back to talking about you for sure (laughs) but that's a really cool story I'm glad to know that you had connected in that way I know probably a lot of our listeners are are dying to know some of the story because you did work for Reba McIntyre for five years so so what was that like and what were you doing there?
2: You know, I tell people it really was a dream come true. Um, it was kind of full circle for me. When I was a little girl, every Sunday we'd have lunch after church at my grandparents' house. And when the table was cleared and everyone was gathered in the living room, my sister and I would pull up footstools and old microphones and we would sing along to Reba McIntyre cassettes. <laughs> mm. And so then um, I got the opportunity to do an internship at the studio there uh, my senior year at Trevecca. Um, of course, one of our professors had been um, Jim Fogelsong, who was instrumental in starting Reba's career. Um, and so he had connected me with some people. And that's another one of those people that you would just never believe all that he had done. Yeah. And then he was just so humble. Um, but that connected me with her. And then they called me back and hired me uh, as the receptionist. Um, and I did that for a year, then I moved up a little bit in the company and I spent five years working really closely with Reba. And if I, I guess the best way to sum it up is to say that. I was a huge fan before I started working for her, and I'm still a huge fan. So that tells mm. you what kind of person she is, uh, just as nice as you hope she is.
0: Well, that's terrific. It's always good. You know, they always say you never want to meet your heroes because you might be disappointed, <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad to know. I, I have found personally more often than not when I've met my personal heroes, maybe I just have good heroes, but they've always been wonderful. <laughs> so.
2: yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all human. We've all got shortcomings, but... I mean, just a genuine, all-around great person, and uh, it was a joy to work for her.
0: Well, that's terrific, and I'm glad to hear that story, and and you're not the only one that I've actually heard that from. I've I've heard a lot of people have had good experiences knowing her, and that's terrific. So, well, you know, I understand now that, that you're not uh, just an amazing singer, but but you're actually uh, a, a songwriter, too. You've got some songs on the new album, but just before we get into the album, too, because I, I do want to talk about that, you're also, uh, in addition to all that, you are working towards being ordained in the Church of the Nazarene right now, too, correct? Yeah, I wow. am,
2: I am. I am working on classes for that, um, so doing those remotely from wherever I am in the country. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I got a few things on my plate but I'm excited <laughs> about it.
0: Yeah. Going well. Well, and being a busy wife and mom too. That's a lot of things all together that that you are, are juggling and handi- handling very well. But I love to see that God is still Uh, calling people into the ministry, um, and, and like in, into real ministry, not just as a person who is doing singing and songwriting, but someone that is actually, I mean, headed for ordination in the church. And we have somebody in our church, uh, here in Ohio that, has been a police officer for many, many years. He's getting close to retirement and has just now accepted a call in the ministry. And so he's doing the same thing. He's going through all the yeah. course of study work. And um, it's just good to see God moving and doing good things. And uh, so I'm glad to see that happening in your life as well. So well, I'll just say congratulations in advance because I know you'll end up being ordained uh, through oh, all of that. But, <laughs> well, let's get into, at long last, this wonderful album that you have coming out on March 1st. Uh, it's called Things I Take for Granted, and I I actually love that the title track of that song. Um, I mean, talk to us a little bit about, because everybody at this point, uh, if they're just hearing about the album about to come out. Most of them haven't had the privilege like I have to get to listen to the song. Why did you pick that title, Things I Take for Granted?
2: Yeah, well, you know, when you start looking for an album title, you you just kind of, first you gravitate to is there a song track, you know, and then you think, well, is there a phrase in here? There were a couple that I was bouncing around, but when it all came together to the album as a whole, um, you know, you're, you're talking about God's love, um, is what, you know, what we just heard, where's God's love gonna go? You never know. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's a track on here, uh, that I actually considered for my last album and I, I waited until now to record it. And it, it really just talks about the the reality of what does it mean to have a home. It says, hands build a house, but yeah. hearts build a home. Um, you know, the things like I take for granted, even though I'm riding around in this motor home with two busy kids who are screaming. And some <laughs> days I just want to say, hush, <laughs> but you know, somebody is, is, is praying that they could even have a child to, to fill a motor home with laughter, you know? Um, and that song says the things I take for granted, somebody else is praying for. And, I think that came to speak to me in more than just um you know this album of of looking for okay I need a few good songs that I really want to sing and then as a whole it just came to speak to me as you know I take for granted my kids sometimes I take for mm. granted um this life that I get to live uh, I take for granted that, that um I that God's love is never going to leave me and you know it's never it's it's never too far that if I feel like I've run from him, I can I can get to it. It's right there. Um, mm. There's a song that talks about news I didn't get. Hey, I didn't get the phone call today that yeah. I've got a diagnosis, you know, that I've got a face um, or a tragedy has struck my family. Um, so those are all the things we take for granted. And that song just brings tears to my eyes. So yeah. I hope it will touch the listeners, too.
0: Yeah, they, they're solid songs, all of them. And each one, as you're mentioning, like I they're memorable songs like I know exactly Mm -hmm. which one you're talking about when you name it even just by the title I go yep I remember that one so well (laughs) I mean the stories they tell are vivid and I'll tell you what I what I really like about this album there's there's a real interesting thing when it comes to like faith-based music it seems like you're either in this camp of like well if if you do like a, a a southern type sound you're considered southern gospel but you know Uh it doesn't always seem like there's room for just a straight up country album and Uh and yours to me is like like the good kind of country you know what i mean like it's it's (laughs) it's, it almost takes me back to an era back when when country was really in its like extreme heyday with you know when garth brooks and alan jackson and vince gill all those guys were like at the top of the world you know yeah, it's a Reba influence. Obviously, yeah. But honestly, it like it really does have to me like a feel that could fit right in with albums like that. It's just that the songs are much more faith-based and uh, and I I feel like musically it stands up to any of those projects and it's definitely worth a listen to. Um, and that's unique. I really do think that's unique cuz we don't we don't hear that many like faith-based country albums that purely are a faith-based album. So, I'm excited to to get to talk about this and share more. Um, Let's talk a little bit about your producer who you've worked with twice now. And uh, you're back with him again. It's Jerry Sally. And I know some people uh, follow liner notes and things. It used to be easier when you actually bought CDs and you could see (laughs) liner notes and stuff. But unless people know the name, they probably won't know uh, really what a big deal he is and what a great honor it was, I'm sure, to work with him. If you look him up online, you'll start to see credits for Jerry uh, as an artist, as a writer. Writer, as a composer and also as a producer and he's just it's overwhelming the people he's worked with like brad paisley reba mcintyre as we've already talked about and then i saw nick cave uh sarah Evans, shenandoah the lonesome yeah. river band and just on and on and on so so tell us what it's like to go into the studio with somebody like jerry sally
2: yeah so um prior to these last couple of albums we would just kind of done our own thing and i'd, I'd piece together um players and songs and, you know, recording here. And we Mm -hmm. did a lot of recording just vocals at the house. And finally, you know, we're, we were four albums in, um, to my career. And I thought, you know, I want to push myself. I want to find somebody who'll bring out something different and unique in me. And it's really what you just spoke to, you know, um, the last album that I recorded with Jerry, uh, called then Jesus came. When I played that one for my husband, he it was the first album my husband had not been super involved in. Mm. We had hired Jerry to be producer. And so he kinda heard it as a finished project at the end and he was like his I think the biggest compliment he gave me was this sounds like an album that is is just truly you. It mm. is it's you. And it's that it's that country feel that you talked about. Um, our joke in, at Treveca when when my husband Craig and I we were traveling on a music group together um, our other group members would always say it didn't matter what song they gave me to sing, it was going to be a little bit country if I had a <laughs> solo. <sell
1: it." laughs>
2: and so finally, after working with Jerry uh, last time, it it was it just I felt like I finally found myself as an artist, and I finally found a way to not just sing you know songs that I'd heard other people sing, or you know feel like I was in a southern gospel box or. Or I wanted to go to a CCM box, but I, I didn't really quite fit anywhere of those two categories. Right. Now I had this, this, you know, like you said, faith-based music that is just a, a good country sound that I think really speaks to young, old, um, everywhere in between, and mm-hmm. it's just, it is just truly me, and I feel at home singing these songs. Yeah. Um, so Jerry, man, he's just. He's so just down to earth and easy to work with that he makes me feel comfortable to try new things. Um, You know, I I feel like I can take him at his word if he says, you know, that was great or I don't really like that. (laughs) But we work so well together. And so it was just a no brainer to go back and work with him again.
0: Well, that's terrific. And, you know, that's what a great producer really does is they help you find your voice. And uh, it's, it's obvious he did that on this album because you do just sound so comfortable. And uh, with some of the notes you hit, I don't know how you possibly could be comfortable because most of us would die if we hit those notes. But uh, you oh. do an amazing <laughs> job. But, uh, but really, you know, it does. It, I'm sure it feels like uh, you settled into a place of home with him. And obviously you did to come back and work with him for the second time. Uh, I I know from uh, my own experiences it makes a great difference when you have an actual producer that uh, really kind of listens for your voice and kind of knows what you sound like. And so um, that's that's a neat thing to hear uh, about Jerry. Now, is he one of those producers that also gets in there and and plays on the album as well, or is he more of a a hands-off kind of listen and give instructions type guy?
2: Uh, well, he did not play on the album, but he did background vocals. He and I did all the uh-huh. vocals, um, except with a exception of a couple of songs where we pulled in some other folks to help us out. But, uh, yeah, we we just we sound great together. I think so. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Now, where did you end up recording the album at?
2: So, um, this album we recorded at the Family Room Studios. Okay. Uh, just a little bit north of Nashville and Gallatin there. Um, And it is uh, uh, owned by Rob Tripp, who, you know, the the name Laverne Tripp might ring a bell with some folks in gospel music. Uh, Anyway, it's a great studio. um, And the players were just phenomenal that joined us. And that's another one of those things, talking about liner notes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Brent Mason is on guitar. I mean, he's in the... Musicians Hall of Fame. You can't I'm, get
0: any better than that. <laughs> man, I wondered about that because I heard some of those riffs and I was like, "That
1: sounds like oh, Brent. Yeah. like
0: I, I'm one of the few that I can actually tell like uh, that sounds like Brent Mason because I so idolized yeah. him when I was learning to play guitar. But please go on. I yeah. cut you off.
1: I know,
2: no, no, you're good. I, it's just, um, you know, just the right the right um, combination of talent and the space. You know, the air is comfortable and quaint. Uh, yeah, so I just think I think it turned out great.
0: Well, our listeners already had a chance to hear where the love of God is going to go, and I just think that is a great song, and it's got some really interesting, like just vocal and chord changes throughout the song too, and that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to talk about some of them they haven't had a chance to hear yet, and and at the end of the episode today, I'm going to let you pick between a couple of different songs that I've narrowed it down to. All right, so uh, so the listeners will know at the end of the episode, I'm either going to play "Things I Take for Granted" or I'm going to play "Granddaddy's Prayer." And I'm going to let you decide on which one uh, when we wrap up the show okay. today. Sound good?
2: Sounds
1: good.
0: All right. So let's talk about those two tracks. And then uh, then we can kind of narrow it down in our conversation. Um, th- things I Take for Granted. Again, it is the title track. And, um, and it's, it's a very, very much a song that I think any of us who listen uh, can identify with. But tell me some of your favorite lines uh, from that song. And also tell us who wrote this track.
2: Yes. Um Things I take for granted. Um, that I think my favorite line in the whole um, track says, I've come to you with every need and never been ignored. Mm-hmm. And when I think of that, that, you know, God, the creator of the universe of all the things and all the people that he's available to us all at the same time. And mm-hmm. yet he never ignores any little thing that I bring to him. Uh, and that is just an overwhelming thought. Um, and you know, Lord, let me not ever take that for granted, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and then of course the hook line, the things I take for granted, someone else is praying for. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that kind of, those kind of just wrap up that song for me and, and get me all in my emotion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. And And who did you say was the, was the writer on that track?
2: Um, the writer on that, Oh gosh, let me not, say this wrong um lee black is okay. one of the writers oh, on there great writer um, yeah christy fitzwater mm-hmm. and uh sue smith i believe okay. those are right i'm sorry okay. i'll have their names no oh, that's
0: okay i shouldn't have put you on the spot like that i understand no, no, that's <laughs> i'm so. pretty sure
2: those are i'll say those those guys have um three songs on on the project as well so
0: oh okay
1: they're on there somewhere yeah
0: well, if listeners just heard some thumping in the background it's because I'm in the same room with my two dogs and my dog just decided it needed to scratch. So, uh hey, sorry everyone. You, it's, you get re- you get real life here in the uh, the right. James House studio for sure. Got well, to scratch it. When you when you, you, you got to itch, you got to scratch it. That's right. She just lets it happen. So, <laughs> special guest today, my dogs. All right. Uh well, I I think that's a wonderful track. The message comes through, and I honestly I wondered where it was going to go until the the chorus of the the hook of the chorus happened, where, you know, yeah. the things I take for granted, someone else is praying for, and uh, we we had a discussion like that in a class at church just a few weeks ago, and uh, one of my friends was saying that when his kids ask him or his you know, him or his wife, you know, are we rich? Um, and he always tells them, he says, yes, undoubtedly we are rich. And the reason he tells them that is not because by American standards they are, but uh, he actually travels all the world, all around the world, working with Compassionate Ministries, and is in places just filled with uh, heartbreaking poverty. And, uh, and most of us, you know, we think we're poor, but we have so much more than the rest of the world Mm -hmm. seems to have. And I, I really appreciate the way that this song brings out the idea that the things that we do take for granted, somebody else is praying for. And I think that, that, puts a lot of responsibility back on us as well as for what what our mission needs to be and and how we need to be blessings to others that maybe don't have even the things that we have so Mm -hmm. um, anyway just great track I love that one I'm so crazy about it Uh, and I want to talk about about one that you wrote uh, on here and we've already mentioned it and uh, and as I Say this, I, I know because I read and you sent this to me that uh, your grandfather passed away last October, and I want to say I'm sorry, and and uh, I, I know those are significant losses in our lives, and grandparents yeah. are special people. But you have a song that you wrote uh, that that closes up the album called Granddaddy's Prayer, and and yeah. I wonder if you could tell us not only about uh, the writing of this song, uh, but there's uh, some some specialness about the people playing and singing on the track. Is as well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'll first say that I wish that I um, was a writer just naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd love to be able to carve out time and dedicate it to that. But in my life, I'm finding that without the discipline of it, it's just not, it hasn't come naturally to me. But um, I knew when I knew I wanted to have a song or two on this project. And then when my grandfather passed away, it just kind of felt like I started thinking about um his prayer and how much I was going to miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mentioned to you earlier in our time together that we would always gather as a family for dinner after church on Sunday. And so at least once a week, I would hear my grandfather say the blessing over our meal on Sunday. And it mm-hmm. was always the same, you know, Lord, give us hearts to be thankful for these and all our many blessings in Christ's name. Amen. That was always mm-hmm. the prayer. <laughs> and uh, the day after he passed, my parents and my sister and I were were sitting around a table and I we were just kind of sharing memories. And I said, I'm going to, I can hear him now. I'm going to miss hearing him pray this prayer. Yeah. And, uh, so as I was on the road a couple of weeks after that, I thought, I really want to write this. I want to make it a song somehow. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's not going to win any Grammy awards or anything for song of the year, but it's super special to me. And I mentioned it to Jerry and uh, he said, well, usually if those are the things that you feel like you need to say you got a song in your heart you need to get it out there hmm. and so um I, I began to put words together and this melody and and the front half of the chorus is his prayer um you know word for word and it talks about you know i'm 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 going to remember his prayer and i'm going to try to live my life in thankfulness like this prayer says give us hearts to be thankful for these and all our many blessings don't let me take these things for granted you know Mm. um and so uh yeah so I said okay I want to have a really special touch on it so my family is singing on the the back half of the song um when it talks about our family's going to continue in this tradition Um, my mom my sister my aunt uh and then uh, uh, my cousin and then all of our kids so my grand my grandfather's grandkids and great grandkids are all on this track um singing along with the chorus and and the very last little tag features just the little kids voices and it is so perfectly imperfect.
0: (laughs) Just wanted to slide this in here really quick into the conversation because just after we talked about the song about Lindsay's grandfather uh, and we had finished our conversation, Lindsay realized and she texted me and said, oh no, I think I forgot to mention that my grandmother is also singing on the track and I don't want her feelings to be hurt because she did a wonderful job. And I said, I totally know how that goes. You're in the middle of trying to talk on a radio show or a podcast and you just can't get all your thoughts to go where you want them to go so i wanted to make sure that uh, that Lindsay's grandma knows if you're listening today uh, she didn't forget you and uh, your contribution to the track was greatly appreciated and was very special so all right uh we're going to get back into the episode
2: precious you know it's like Oh, you're going to just, you know, love that forever. And then my dad, um, laid down a Dobro track on it. Uh, so he's kind of featured in, in there. Uh, so it's just special. You know, like I said, it's not going to win any huge awards. Um, but I capped off the, the album with that and, and went out with a song that's just, Dear to me, so I hope everybody will enjoy it.
0: (laughs) You never know. Don't you? You you just said it's never going to win awards, but you never know. I mean, in a world where Old Town Road takes the you know country song of the year, I mean, who would have who would have expected? You know, there's all kinds of things that we would say never about (laughs) in this world. (laughs) But you know what? You know, on on a serious note, though, the the fact that you can remember your grandfather's prayer so well and it the consistency of that you know you always say it was always this prayer uh but there's something special to that and something important i think about that kind of consistency and even repetition in the lives when it comes to our children and and then in your case grandchildren um it doesn't always have to be like Uh, The most uh, elaborate and and a new thing different every time, the fact that he was so consistent in that prayer obviously made Mm -hmm. a difference in your life to the point that you can just quote it and then it became a song. And then in some really special way now... The, the prayer gets continued through this song yeah. you know and yeah. I, I love that I really appreciate it it's, it's almost like an example of discipleship at its best you know and and mm. its simplicity um, so I I do appreciate the song and it's it's even more special just knowing the way that your family is is involved on that track so well yeah. well done Lindsay well done
2: well so. thank
1: you <laughs>
0: well you know what this has been great and I, I want to close the show today by uh, by sharing one of your tracks, and uh, so I'm going to let you pick that closing song in just a minute, but before I do that, I do want to let everyone know that uh, if you go to VoicesInMyHeadPodcast.com, I'm going to have all these links that I'm about to share with you, and you can just, with a simple click, go to any of these sites, but Lindsay has several places that you can find her online, one being her website at LindsayHuggins.com, and I'm just going to spell her name because sometimes Lindsay is spelled (laughs) differently, but it's L-I. Dot com. That's her website. And then you can find her on Facebook at Lindsay Huggins Music. Also, you can find her on Twitter at Lou 33 Instagram, <laughs> Lindsay Lou 3384 and you can also listen to her on YouTube at youtube.com slash Huggins Productions uh, or just do a Google search for her name. For crying out loud, people, it's 2020, so you can you can find her for sure. Uh, you you but, can
2: thank my granddaddy for the uh,
0: Lindsay Lou. <laughs> uh, Lindsay <laughs> Lou. Alright, very good. So, But again, we will have all those links on our website at voicesinmyheadpodcast.com So, Lindsay, the, the time has come and I'm letting you pick between those two songs today Things I Take for Granted or Granddaddy's Prayer how will we close the episode today
2: oh it's a hard choice let's go with the title track Things I Take for Granted
0: Okay. and then they'll
2: just have to buy the album here Granddaddy's Prayer
0: they will have to buy it (laughs) and then maybe buy some copies for their family members that's for sure well Lindsay this has been a real pleasure thank you for sharing your music and your time today and thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week thanks Rick
1: To see each gift you give Let all my prayers begin and end with Thank you That's how I want to live That's how I want to live Cause I can't begin to count the ways that you have blessed me, Lord that much will be required. So let me learn to love with arms wide open. Lord, that's my heart's desire. Yes, that's
0: Thank you for joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com, where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in My Head.